and you're still hanging out with us right here on Radio Pulpit 657am. Um, this is I Am Live and we're heading straight into the discussion for this evening. Have you ever thought about the idea of self-affirmation and is it something that you ever consider to do with intention, right? Um, there are people who say many negative things about you. There are people around you who say many positive things about you. Have you ever considered whether they sit down and actually ponder and think about the nice things that they want to say to you or do they just say nice things for the sake of being nice and of being kind obviously whether you're saying something kind to a person intentionally or you're saying something nice to a person because you yourself are a nice person Both are very good. Those are very, very good reasons to just say beautiful, kind, encouraging things to a person. But one of the things that we people struggle with a lot is being intentional about saying kind things to ourselves. Um, Because we often, you live with yourself. You know your flaws. You know how you struggle to get up in the morning. You know how many things you have tried to accomplish and that you failed at. And therefore, you will often struggle a lot with the very idea and concept of saying positive things about yourself. You know, saying that I'm good at that or I'm good at this. And then again, there's also the dilemma of sounding boastful whenever you say good and kind things to yourself, you know. Um, So we want to talk about that, right? The first thing we want to talk about is how to be more intentional, um, more intentional about saying kind things about and to yourself, which does not mean that you do not hold yourself accountable when you've done bad things. There needs to be a balance there and it really does take discernment and maturity. Then there is the other side of it where you don't say so much kind things to yourself to a point of being boastful because there is a fine line that you can cross where now you're no longer just being kind, you're no longer saying good things about yourself, but you're just plain being boastful. So we're going to start off with the one side of it where you why is it important for you to say kind things to yourself in the first place what are your thoughts on it Charles? you know uh, starting purely from a theological point of view it's very very important for us to remember that within christianity one of the founded one of the foundations of the christian viewpoint is that every single person is created in the image of God and that includes yourself um, and I think that is one of when when we do self-affirmation you can't necessarily well I want to quote Paul now says when I do boast I boast in Christ and I think it's sort of similar when you say you won't get self-affirmed and being arrogant by remembering constantly like this is this is the way that I've been created beautifully and masterfully according to David in the Psalms by God uh, and when when you do that when you affirm yourself in the fact that you've been created by God in his image in the way that he perfectly wanted you then you are starting to affirm yourself and in actual fact you're actually worshiping God um, because you realize that you yourself is not God so uh, you need to affirm that if that I know it sounds so weird and I'm trying to make some mathematical sense of it but uh, you need to affirm yourself because in the manner that you affirm yourself, you are actually affirming God and worshipping Him, realizing that you are not Him. If you want, uh, if you want people to, to love you, you obviously first need to love yourself. 
Um, and be, you want people to love us for the fact that we are who we are. You don't want people to love you for the fact that you've got money or for the fact that you're funny or the fact that you perhaps are beautiful, whatever the case might be. Because beauty fades, money will fade. Uh, we see that every year around this time, we get nervous with the interest rates hiking and lowing and whatever is happening. You know, So that all will fade. And if you affirm yourself in who you are, it will be easier for people that are surrounding you to obviously then affirm those qualities that you affirm in yourself. You know, I often think about how with the Israelites and how they were when they were in Egypt. And I know that this for me is like a a go-to example. And I think it's also because it's so easy to relate with and it's so easy to visualize because the Israelites were so um were spent so much of their time in Israel in in Egypt, right? To a point that they could no longer imagine themselves free. And because of that even though they were in the wilderness and it's not to say that the wilderness was a was a good place to be because a lot of the things that they were complaining to God about were quite legitimate right they, uh, legitimate in the sense that they did exist and God didn't deny that but the thing that frustrated mm. God was the fact that how could I save you from something so terrible as Egypt and then show you my ability and now that you're in the wilderness, I mean, I, I split an, a, a sea for you, right? You watched the ocean split so that you can just walk across as a nation. How can you doubt the fact that I can able to do these little things, right? Um, and the reason I, I bring that point out is the fact that the Israelites were not able to see themselves as being anything more than slaves. Why? Because they had been slaves for so long. Um, and obviously, it, it is fair to say, um, and, and I hope I'm not um, exaggerating in saying this, it is fair to say that for the most part, it is quite honestly because of what happened to them in Israel, not what they did to themselves, but for what was done to them. However, the the part that you need to pay attention to is the fact that because they were in that situation, they never bothered to remind themselves of who they were, which is what I believe Charles is also touching into, right? A lot of them did mm. not sit and remind themselves that we are the Lords. Like even though we're in this period of suffering, I still belong to the Lord. God still loves me. God is still willing to do incredible things for me, which it's important to remember that those incredible things didn't begin, um, you know, when the ocean split. They began even before. They were like these trailers. God was showing trailers to what he would do for Israel in the long run. How does this apply to you as an individual? This is to basically say that you are an individual who is able to, like everything you've been through in your life, everything that has affected you and the things that your family has said about you. Um, and this is just to establish the importance of you being able to affirm yourself and remind yourself verbally, not just by saying, I know I am. You really need to say it out loud, verbally, right? And make sure that you surround yourself with people who also agree with the very same thing. So you've been surrounded, you've failed so many times before, but now you need to take the time 
to um, um, override because once you've failed in a particular thing, once you've lived your life next to people who call you a failure and remind you more of what you can't do than of what you can do, once you've been in that environment, it becomes so difficult for you to believe that you could come and be, and be something greater than what you've failed at. So it's so important for you to actually be in a state of reminding yourself that, for example, you know, um, I'm, I'm good at this, right? I know I messed up this couple of times, but I can get better. I can be better at it. Sometimes it's not even, and I know when you think of affirmation, you, you might be tempted to think affirmation means to tell myself of things that are uniquely my strengths and that no one else has. Some strengths are just more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Communal. <laughs> Does that make sense, Charles? Right. It, you, some, some strengths are communal. They not, not all strengths are exclusive. Some strengths are just strengths that we have as humans, period. Some people just choose mm. not to embrace them because they don't want to accept that they're that good. Because once they do or that they can love or that they, they can uh, wake up and, and be um, um, diligent and be and work hard. The reason is because it puts a lot of responsibilities on your shoulders. So when you take that responsibility and say, no, I can't because of, I can't because of this and that and that, then it, you don't have that much responsibility on your shoulders either way. Um, so I think for me, for just for the sake of stressing the point that um, we do and the importance of um, 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 and encouraging and speaking kind words to yourself and reminding yourself of who you are. It is very, very important. Um, and I, that is the one thing that I would like you to, at this point, keep in your mind. Um, the fact that there's so much that you've been through and there's so much that you've seen in the world and it has conditioned you to think of yourself in a particular way. But now, in order for you to allow yourself to think beyond what you have experienced in the past. You need to sit down and have a, that conversation with yourself, not once, but often, reminding yourself that I can be more than where I come from and I can be more than where I've been. Now, another subject I would like us to touch on, Charles, is the fact that some of us come from an um, impoverished background, abusive households. Uh, some of us, you know, some of us come from places where all we've ever known is someone speaking something negatively about us. And I don't know, Charles, if you have uh, something to share on that, maybe a story of, 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 you know, people that you might know who actually come from uh, a bad, poor, abusive background and have not been able to let go of that. Man, um, I, as you're asking me this now, I'm starting to think on. I, I don't actually know which story to tell because there's so there's so many of them doing the rounds now with with the counselling line as well as with people in the congregation because people suffer from this. Uh, people people suffer from being bullied at school and then they just don't ever ever get used to it. We've got a, a colleague, and perhaps I need to to um, mention this now. We've got a colleague at Radio Pulpit that's a very, very well-known radio presenter, right? Very well-known and very loved by our listeners. But when he was in the military a couple of, well, quite a bit of years ago, 
he was in the military and one of the 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 guys made this statement that he's got a specific uh he's got a specific look i can't remember but what he basically thought this this person is that um he's he's not attractive at all and that has stuck that person stuck with this person to this day that when he's working in radio and he has been there's been numerous opportunities for him to be on television as well. He denied it because of the fact that that person told him, like, listen, you, you really are not an attractive person. Wow. And forever and ever and ever, he's not been on, well, he's not been on, on television because this story just stuck with him. And I don't know how many times that person said to him that you're not an attractive person or whatever the case might be. Forms something and and you get that's what we call baggage <laughs> in the yeah. modern day term. Um, mm. You get this baggage and you don't you don't leave it. Uh, you never mm. put it down. You take it wherever you go. So whenever you you meet someone perhaps for the first time or you're standing mm -hmm. in a crowded room, your uh, arrivals area of the airport, you walk out from the baggage claim and everyone looks at you because they've actually got this expectation of seeing their friends and family members. But when they look at you, you're immediately filled with shame because you don't think you're attractive. Exactly. And that's why they're staring at you. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I that's think just you, a short story. Yeah. I think you raised such a very important point, right? Because some of the things that we have been, that we don't, take the effort to deal with ourselves we don't realize that they turn into insecurities um, and insecurities mm -hmm. are so dangerous like if you were led to believe that you're not pretty or you're not handsome um, or you just don't look good you were led to believe that and I'm not trying to say that you know I don't want to be as naive as to say every single human being is 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 physically appealing all of us are beautiful in our own way. I, I have absolute confidence in that. However, I do not want to be naive as to, as to not acknowledge the fact that some people are more physically appealing than others, you know? And that's where you get such mm. a thing as pretty privilege, where some people even get jobs because of how they look. But now the point I'm, I'm trying to get to is the fact that because you've been told right because you've been convinced that you do not look pretty or that you're not you don't have this privilege of of prettiness um and you cannot leverage it or you 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 don't look as pretty as the other girls whenever someone says something even though they're not even trying to um allude to the fact that you're not pretty you will take it in that way and you'll therefore snap at them uh, because you've already made the assumption, because this is an issue you have with yourself, you've already made the assumption that that's what they're trying to say. So this is how an insecurity works. So I love the fact that you brought that up, Shal, you know, like the, the, the airport story. I love the fact that you brought it up because then it brings in yet another issue which, that um, um, self-affirmation helps with, right? It helps with dealing with your insecurities. But there is a bad way of using self-affirmation, which we're about to get into right now. But first, we just want to make it clear that you might have 
um, um, wounds and, and those by wounds I'm referring to your own insecurities. Maybe you think you're too fat. Maybe you think you're too short. In, in high school, they used to make fun of you for being too short. Um, or, or maybe you think your skin is too dark. Um, or maybe you, your face, you, you've always struggled with pimples. Um, and that leaves insecurities. You know, you've always considered others to be prettier than you. And you've seen the, the privileges that that brings them and how much attention they get. And you don't have that. You did not make the decision to have it as an insecurity. But I promise you, because you've lived under that umbrella, under the shadow of, 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 of that thing that you might lack, because you've lived under that shadow for so long, you will then develop an insecurity because now you know and you consider yourself as someone who doesn't look good, as someone who's too short. So whenever people make jokes, you know, even if those jokes don't even concern you, it's just a joke. You feel uncomfortable and you start to get upset and angry. Um, and mind you, those are the things that tend to uh, ruin relationships you know you find a person who's never dealt with the fact that for example they have uh, a bald spot like I'm just using it as an example and whenever you know your wife starts making fun of not having hair you take it personally you know and then you 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 might laugh to let it pass but you're angry and you know and you're gonna act it out later um, and those are the things you want to try and avoid and I'm not saying that self-affirmation is a magical way of dealing with um, your insecurities because there, there's counseling, there's therapy for that, um, ways in which you can actually address those issues. Um, speaking to an elder at church, perhaps if you have that privilege. Um, so, but, and, and getting into, into this part, like if you have an insecurity within yourself, it is important for you to be the voice that reminds yourself that I don't have to let this ruin my relationships. I can be a content person and not allow this to affect me as much as it can. Right? Um, and I don't know if you can add on to mm. that, Charles. Yes. Um, you know what? There's, there's a certain part that I think that we can also mention with regards to self-affirmation and this necessary thing that you mentioned now, that there's certain stories that we should not allow us to affect our career path or our, actually our direct life path. That is the fact that there's certain things about yourself that if you affirm them and realize that they are true, it's easier. And I know it sounds counterintuitive, but for myself, I know for a, for a fact that I can't sing at all. I can listen to music. I love listening to music. I'm not tone deaf, um, but I can't pitch that's the one thing my voice i do i just don't have the ability to pitch now the moment i realize like listen this is just something that i can't do no immediately i'm like oh is this now bad to my 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 self-worth you know that my self-image is going down and i actually realized i can be comfortable by admitting to people listen i can't sing so don't even ask me to sing right and that's something that made that I can't begin to explain to you the amount of release I felt within this tension within myself when I just said, you know what, I'm I'm going to be honest about this and say that there's certain things I can't do. Don't ask me to to paint a very illustrative image of this bowl of fruit or whatever. I can't do that. Yeah. I'm just, I just do not have that capability. Um, 
And when I realized, like, listen, I can be comfortable with the fact that I can affirm this, like, I can't do this and I probably won't ever do this. Uh, there's, I've got other qualities that make me, me, actual fact. Uh, let's, let's do that. When I affirm, when I, when I tell people, like, in this, not even a degrading way, when I tell them, listen, I can't sing. I'm not very creative. It's actually outside of people, outside people that told me, like, listen, but you are, you, you've got a different, way of being creative you use words perhaps you should write and then i realized like that's actually something that i love doing more than i would ever love painting or singing writing is actually very creative and then i can affirm myself like i don't have that specific set of creativity or that specific skills to for create being creative but i've got a different set of skills uh in order for me to be creative in that which i would want to do and that then comes back to the statement that you made earlier, saying that everyone is beautiful in our own very peculiar way. Yes, yes, completely, completely. Um, you know, I, I, I think you, you also just brought about uh, or, or made me realize something as well, you know, like how uh, self-affirmation is not only about, and I, and I don't know how true this is, but I really, really am convinced right now, especially based on what you just said, Charles. Self-affirmation is yeah. not only about the, um, sitting down and telling yourself wonderful things, right? Like, I'm gorgeous, I'm beautiful, um, I can sing. We're not trying to say you need mm. to lie to yourself and say that you have things that you don't. Self-affirmation also, and this is so important, and I feel like, Charles, you really touched on something so significant. Self-affirmation is also about being vocal about the things that you're not good at and learning to be content with them. And, and that's so, so important. So it actually is part of self-affirming for you to be content about the things that you know you're physically incapable of doing or you've tried to do it over and over and over with diligence and you've seen that you know what this is just not for me it's either you don't like it or you don't have the the, the physique for it or you're just not um, you don't have the inclination for it there may be many reasons as to why you obviously with practice you'll be better but you just can't seem to get to the level that you'd like to be at and therefore you consider it as not being your forte and that's perfectly fine but now you need to come to mm. terms with the fact that you're not good at it you know uh, sometimes it, it it really does take you sitting down and being and being okay with not good at some things um, and actually voicing yes. that out like I'm okay with uh, with not being good at this I'm okay with not being good at that I'm okay with not being good at that um, you know I, 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 it's it's very difficult when you're younger um, and you're playing soccer with your friends um, or playing rugby mm. or playing basketball or swimming and then you realize that most of your friends are not Lionel Messi or anything like that. They're not Cristiano or, you know, Ronaldinho, but they're averagely good, right? They can get away with mm. playing soccer. But when it comes to you, everyone is like, ah, my banner. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when it just comes to you, the, the, the sport is just not happening, you know? You're always the one who's running behind. You're always the one who everyone is taking the ball away from you. Um, and, and then you just begin to realize, like, why am I not at least average like the rest of my friends? You know, I mean, a lot of them don't even yeah. have to wake up in the morning and practice every day. They We just start playing and they're just 
good not super good not super saiyan good but just good you know um and you begin to wonder like what's wrong with me um sometimes it first of all i must mention that some things when you're younger you get better at them the older you get um so that's a very important thing to acknowledge some things though they and and also the fact that when your friends are generally good at things that you're not like you feel like an outcast and it hurts more because they will definitely make jokes about you we wish that we didn't live in a world like that but they will make fun of you some mm. of most of the jokes will be harmless but some will cut really deep right um but the thing is this it's so important for you to get to a point where you acknowledge the fact that you're actually not good at this thing and be okay with it right um obviously practice and do what you can because all your friends are into it and you want to stay in fellowship with them but also be okay with not being at that thing to a point where when they start making fun of you i don't know shall if you found experience in this but i've found that sometimes when you make jokes about yourself everybody just lightens up and it they stop targeting you because they see that it doesn't affect you in the way that you know whenever they make fun of you you just laugh with them and then you continue like yeah yeah and did you see when i did this oh my god that was so bad mm. <laughs> <laughs> you just make it part of the joke you know and I, and i know that not everyone can make that work some people it might sound like you're just making fun of yourself uh but anyways we're we're approaching the very last uh conclusion of uh the thing that we're talking about but the whole point of this being um self affirmation is very important it's not only for those people who are trying to start businesses or people who are doing sales um it is also important for you living a regular life um for you in varsity mm -hmm. for you in high school um and regardless of what it may be that you're trying to pursue or whatever it may be that you're trying to be good at um it is important for you to have moments where you sit down and remind yourself of your strengths cherish them and appreciate them but the things that are not your strengths be content you might really 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 want something to be your strength but it just isn't you know um it is not the grace that has been extended towards you but now also have the wisdom to be able to discern what you have not been graced with and what you simply have not given enough time dedication and practice it takes maturity to be able to separate those two uh because we don't want to create people who assume that they're not good at things simply because they never put the effort to actually work at them um it takes an effort to be good at things and you need to put in the work and effort but once you realize that no you know what i, I i've tried i and i've given it diligence but i just don't think this is for me once you've gotten to that point take the moment to make peace with the fact that you're not good at it and celebrate those who are and i know it hurts especially when you actually want to be good at that particular thing it hurts to watch other people flourish at it at it uh but it is important for you to sit down so that whenever people make fun of it or talk about it it doesn't hurt you you can laugh with them and say yeah i actually failed at that <laughs> 
Um, and that's where we're going to cut it for tonight. We hope you've enjoyed the conversation. Remember that we have a discussion on the show, uh, 6, 5, 7 a.m. Radio Pulpit. It's I Am Live. Every single Friday, we have discussions like these. And you can always come and join us right here every Friday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m.